In the Pits is partnered with 71 Designs, owned and operated by veteran Wade Martin, and partnered with fellow Texas brand Compete. 71 Designs can take your ideas for soft goods, merchandise, and casual wear and make them a reality. Message 71 Designs on Facebook or Instagram to get started today. In the Pits is partnered with Pod Runners Union. Follow Pod Runners Union on Instagram to find strength in union and celebrate our sports pit crew. Send in photos to represent your union local and be featured. Stealing pods for undeserving teams. It's a living. In the Pits is partnered with YI Paintball. Paintball, there's nothing like it. On the field or off, it's not just a sport, it's a community. The people, our people, come from all over with vastly different lives during the week. But come time for paintball, we're one community with a lot of stories about why. Follow YI Paintball on Instagram and meet the members of the paintball community. Learn about how they started, what their journey has been, and their ultimate why. Why paintball? What's your why? In the Pits is partnered with Hydra. Designed by players, for players, you can outfit yourself in Hydra gear from head to toe. Have confidence that when you make a purchase from Hydra, you are purchasing a well-tested and well-thought-out product, trusted by several top teams, including first-place semi-pro team, paintballfit.com. I personally recommend their Hydra Black knee pads. Purchases over $100 receive free shipping. Head to hydra.fit to browse their selection and discover the Hydra mentality. In the Pits is partnered with XTPL Events. The Extreme Tournament Paintball League is a series put on by the Lukau family of Paintball Fit fame that gives the opportunity for players to learn and grow together as a team. Three-man, Challengers and Champions X-Ball, Draft Mech X-Ball, and even U3v3, there's something for everyone at XTPL. Not to mention prize tosses, raffles, and the infamous Paintball Munching Contest. Events happen throughout the year, and the prizes never disappoint. Sign up for an XTPL event today on PB Leagues. In the Pits is partnered with Bem Raps. Behind every mask is a unique and creative player. Tap into it when you order your next custom headpiece. Their Build-A-Band lets you communicate with them one-on-one to make your order just the way you want, all the way down to the color of the stitch. Check out their Instagram, at BEMRAPS, for drops and build videos of them working on orders. They offer very competitive pricing, so reach out today to get started on your own one-of-a-kind headpiece. In the Pits is partnered with Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. Based in Austin and servicing the surrounding areas, these golden eagles will bring life to any event you are having, from birthdays, anniversaries, holidays, corporate events, or even a simple performance to enjoy. Guillermo Padilla, one of their trumpet players, is also a member of the Texas paintball scene. Visit them on Facebook and Instagram to check out some of their past performances, or give them a call to book them for your event today. In the Pits is partnered with Skull Monkeys Paintball. Equip, engage, excel. In the Pits is partnered with Compete. Compete is a Texas-based brand by Jell Stewart of professional team AC Diesel that provides custom jerseys, pants, headbands, straps, tech shirts, and any other soft goods to help individuals and teams compete at the highest level. Support Texas Paintball and message Compete on Facebook or Instagram and mention In the Pits podcast for 10% off your entire order. In the Pits is partnered with Get That Shot. Get That Shot now offers first-in-line photo and video editing, 20% off Get That Shot merch, and 20% off prints to all teams that wear the Get That Shot logo on their jersey. Message Get That underscore Shot on Facebook or Instagram to become a Get That Shot program team. In the Pits is partnered with Paintball Kumite. 
Paintball Kumite is a program designed by Colt Roberts of professional team San Antonio X-Factor to take paintball players of all ages, experience levels, and skill groups and mold them into champions. The program breaks the game down into small, easy-to-learn sessions designed to help you master the fundamentals so that you can elevate your game. Newcomers to the program get a free one-hour introductory class when mentioning In the Pits. To sign up for a class, message at Paintball Kumite on Instagram. Welcome everybody to episode 83 of In the Pits Paintball Podcast. This podcast is focused on everything that has to do with the paintball scene here in Texas, from professional players and teams to new divisional programs, local tournament series, field owners, Texas-based brands, even photographers and videographers. Every week, we will have a short and sweet episode with a new topic and a new special guest. I'm Christian Dallas-Smith. I'm a player for the Texas Titans, and this episode, we're going in the pits with Josh Lenhart, owner and operator of Yosh Designs and full-time content creator for Core Outdoor. Josh, how are you doing this evening? Oh, doing fantastic, man. Glad you're uh, glad you have me here. Oh, I'm glad to finally have you on. It's been a very long time in the works. Uh, yeah. I've been messaging <laughs> you a couple of times throughout the year, but glad it's worked yeah. out finally. Yeah, of course, man. Of course. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, especially with the timing of your new position. I think this is a great time to get you on. I think so too, dude. Um, starting it up uh, last week. So, you know, officially. So yeah, it's perfect timing. Sweet. All right. Well, uh, we'll definitely get into that, but uh for our first question, which is brought to us by XTPL Events, uh, let's talk more just about you. So for those listening that maybe don't know about you, how long have you been involved in the Texas paintball scene? Um, I've been in Texas paintball since early 2000s. Um, started playing back then and uh, started off like just, you know, rec ball, doing that whole thing. Uh, eventually got into like tournament paintball. Um, back when like paintball was in its like golden era heyday, uh, did that for a little bit and then took a little break, kind of came back, started playing again, and then eventually, uh, picked up a camera and been doing the whole Yosh designs thing for uh, about the last, I want to say like seven, eight years, give or take. Yeah. It's been going for quite a while now. I remember like I was starting to really get into tournament play whenever you were like really pushing uh the startup of yosh designs mm-hmm. yeah it was uh it's it's been going on for a minute it's kind of crazy because it's like i don't really think about it being that long like every time like i talk to someone or even like consider it i'm like oh yeah you know like i kind of like it's all new like it's, it still just feels very fresh to me it's like like i just started like you know last month or something of that nature right right so. yeah i remember when you were first starting out it was cool because uh being on the longhorns you were like one of the few, if not one of the only people to advertise like, Hey, I'm going to this college tournament, you know, come book me. Yeah. 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 Especially in Texas. Um, there wasn't too many, um, whenever I was coming back around, I mean, like, obviously you had like, uh, Matt Ingalls, but he was, you know, doing bigger and better things now. And like even Cena, I think at the time he was involved with, uh, like go sports and stuff. So as far as like local guys go, there wasn't really too much, like, I think I started it off and then I don't know, soon after um, verb came around and then venomous and then, you know, kind of just let on from there. So. Right. Yeah. And that's something that people don't realize is just how long you've actually been involved in Texas, not just like doing photography, but as a player. Yeah. 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 So it's like, like I said, I started back in the early two thousands and when I started there, um, I think one of the first teams, 
that I started playing for was like Hammerhead Factory. And that was based out of like official. And that was actually with Robert Jordan. That's how I met Robert Jordan. Um, he was like our coach and was like one of the big uh, people at official and still is. And then, you know, from Hammerhead Factory, it kind of like led on to, to other teams, uh, eventually like getting back onto uh, North Texas Shockwave, which then a lot of the Shockwave players kind of like uh, wind up disbanding. And then some of us actually created Texas Phalanx. And then, you know, that's kind of where Texas Phalanx started. And then obviously from there, played with them for quite a bit, uh, played with Coalition um, once Paintball Fit kind of started coming around. And then uh, started mixing Coalition with uh, me doing like video work and stuff. So, yeah. Right. And you've hopped into some of the one-off teams uh, that have come out, like the kind of throw together fit for the uh, USXBL Premier Division. Like, uh, did you play an event with the Yammer Hammers two years ago or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played with the Yammer Hammers. I played with AC Kids. Um, I played with Greed as well. And then there's been like a lot of like, like B29s. Um, a lot of throw togethers that when you look back at it, I'm like, man, this was completely unfair. You know, like when we had, I think it was even on Yammer Hammers, it was like me, Colt, at, at times we had like Trenton, Chavi, like pretty much all of Paintball Fit we played with at times. And then it was like DJ from Shut Up Now, um, Logan from Shut Up. So a lot of just like semi-pro pro players, well, at the time obviously weren't there, but their caliber was next level and we're, you know, playing D4. Just yeah. it, it was fun just seeing <laughs> seeing what a new name came up every year. It's like, oh yeah. It. yeah, yeah. It was uh it was good times though. It was good times though. Um it was it was a lot of fun. I think some of the most fun I've had in paintball with uh would have to be with like coalition and like those whole like group of guys, which is a lot of the paintball fit guys and then uh some of the guys now that are playing for shut up and tribe and everything. So those were good times. Yeah. So uh, this question is brought to us by skull monkeys paintball. So tell us what got you into paintball to begin with. Yeah. So um, it was the typical um, like family birthday party type of deal. Um, My dad took me out to official for uh, official paintball games in uh, Forney. And uh yeah, we're doing like the whole birthday party, just doing that thing. I, don't, I can't remember if it was my birthday or if it was someone else's, but we're playing and like the one memory that like sticks with me, man, is we were playing in their, um, I can't remember the, the exact name of it, but it was the one where it has like a bunch of different like shelters and stuff like that. So we're, we're in those areas, those little like forts. And I was like peeking through like a little area where the wood was like kind of split. And I can see this guy over there and i like i went over there and it's like shot through the hole and i like it was like the typical like nut shot type of thing right <laughs> so like i shoot him and like he's like oh my god like you know just screaming and everything because you know it's a kind of a brutal hit and after that which is like hilarious to even think about i was like this is what i want to do like i'm allowed to do this like i can I can shoot somebody in the nuts and like, we're going to be okay. And like, I don't know. It's just like, it's something as silly as that, but it just like, it was hilarious, but kind of like got me hooked at the same time. Um, Just because it was just, it was such a funny activity. And then from there kind of led on to like the whole tournament paintball. Like I I got on tournament paintball really quickly. I actually, uh, um, we started playing like 
in the backyards, like uh, behind the hills. And that's where actually I met uh, Shorty, uh, Sean Cefito, who plays for Revo. Uh, he used to kind of be in the neighborhood and um, started a paintball team with him. We did terrible in our first tournament at official. I think we got like second to last place. Um, but it was me, him, and then um, got another friend in uh, Blake Brister, which used to play for um, some of the bigger teams back in the day. And uh, yeah, from there, started playing that. And then that led on to, like I was saying earlier, Hammerhead Factory, um, which I met like a lot of, a lot of uh, other paintball players. And then from Hammerhead Factory, um, I think that's when I got on to, I think I like, I, I stopped playing for a while. Um, Cause it was actually, I was playing for Hammerhead Factory and then I started going over to Fort and everything like Fort Paintball. Um, started hanging out with the guys that used to be like with Beast Lap, which was like, uh, Shorty used to play for them. Um, Ryan Brand was over there. Uh, Richard and Gerald Garcia. Um, which are the guys from like Detroit, uh, Strange and Oakland Assassins, and a lot of just like old school like uh, Texas paintballers. And then eventually I stopped playing, and uh, came back, started playing with North Texas Shockwave. Um, that's where like Mark Beginski, who plays for AC Diesel now, um, Jordan Elmore, a um, bunch of good guys, Rashad, and then uh, things kind of fizzled out there. And that's when we uh, started up Texas Phalanx. And then I was with Texas Phalanx for a hot minute. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's Texas kind of Phalanx. Tangent story. <laughs> I, I mean, Texas Phalanx uh, held a lot of names that are now like top players from Texas. And Texas Phalanx, like in its own right, had a lot of like wins to their name across like D5 to D3. So, uh, definitely a story that even a lot of players that have gotten into the game recently, like don't have any idea about like how, how strong of a team Phalanx was back in the day. So I definitely want to get into that. Yeah. So Texas Phalanx was started from uh, Tim Peters, which he used to be associated with uh, Texas storm with like Ryan gray um, and a bunch of other, like, I mean, Texas storm is just kind of like a household name in Texas. Um, but Tim Peters is the father of Dylan Peters, who also, played on North Texas Shockwave. And basically, whatever we left there, um, it was like me, Dylan, uh, Mark Beginski, uh, Vincent Crimmins, which he plays for Tribe now, and um, kind of started this team, started building onto it. And as you said, like, yeah, we started grabbing players left and right, and it turned into a huge organization um, from D3 to D5. Uh, we even picked up players like uh, Rory, who used to play for... Uh, uh, Rory McQuality, who used to play for uh, Chicago Aftershock back in the day. Um, he came down. He was playing with us. Uh, Jonathan Brush. Um, I forgot the, some of the semi-pro teams that he used to play for. And then in the divisionals, I mean, we even had guys like David Bible, Nick Mays, who obviously Nick Mays runs Mason's PB. Um, there was a lot of, like, household, like, Texas names that, like, either came up and now play pro, semi-pro, um or have ginormous paintball companies you know like basins for example uh which is it's pretty pretty astounding man so yeah it was a uh, it was a pretty big organization and um we definitely did very well in in texas and kind of 
started branching out into the NXL and we, we were, we were doing good in certain events, especially our D3 line, um, which was the one with like Dylan, me, uh, Audif, Rory, Jonathan Brush and stuff like that. It was a very like stacked line. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And so this question is brought to us by BEMRAP. So you played with Phalanx for several seasons and you picked up wins like all across divisions with them, especially in D3. Uh, before like everyone seemingly like went their separate ways shortly after you guys merged with plum life so what was it that brought about like everyone's departure um you know i think a lot of players got they were i, I feel like they were already getting like scouted and, and and had the options of being picked up like in d3 like for example um rory jonathan and mark all went to uh ac diesel and that was when I believe AC Diesel was D2, I want to say. Um, I think they had a semi-pro line as well. Um, I'm pretty sure they had semi-pro, but they definitely got picked up all by D2. And then when that happened, um, uh, I think Dylan, Dylan was like, I believe, starting to go back into school and stuff like that. And then I kind of just once they got picked up and stuff like that, I was just like, well, if the team's not really here, these are the guys that I, you know, enjoyed playing with. Um, then I'm just going to kind of bounce out. And then I believe Scott, uh, Otto had to go back to school too. So once that happened, there was still like the lower tier divisional, um, like with David Bible and Nick and stuff like that. And they kind of went up to D3 and, and stuff like that, but it just, it kind of started disintegrating from there. Once we all, once the guys got picked up from them and then once we kind of merged with plum life, some of the, I don't want to say like heads got butted by any amounts. Cause like we love all the plum life guys, but it was just like a lot of different leadership calls, you know, like Tim Peters was saying one thing you had Damien Ryan um, doing his own thing as well. And so with that being said, it kind of just, people just kind of went on their own ways. So. Gotcha. So yeah. That's basically what ended up happening. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I remember uh, around when the uh, Phalanx line disappeared, but from that, it seemed like several different programs start, like got the pieces ca- that kind of fell their way, and there's a lot of different teams in Texas that benefited from that and started climbing like very quickly afterwards. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, it's pretty exciting to see that, too. It's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, when you have these big organizations, like, it's unfortunate when they do like separate um but i think for texas paintball in general it's great um just because all these different players go to different teams and they have different knowledge and it helps grow texas paintball's like iq level to another level you know what i mean and i think that's a really really cool aspect because that's like something that at least tim peters is like taught us is like i feel like from a divisional coach he was very very solid and we learned a lot of different things from that and i feel a lot of that is like carried on through through different organizations and then you know kind of helped out in that aspect just look at the uh the last four teams that have gotten promoted from semi-pro into the pro division like first in 2019 you had ac diesel um, yeah and then 2021 you had the new orleans hurricanes who has mark brown originally a tog player so that that Mm -hmm. organization splitting up you know getting those that piece uh, yeah. And then you had Austin Notorious got promoted and then Paintball Fit. So, you know, you got right. like four teams coming out of Texas into the pro division, you know, from breakups like that happening. Yeah, it's um, I, I definitely feel like Texas uh, 
is the mecca of paintball. Um, you know, they always used to say like Cali and Florida has some like good paintballers and stuff like that. Um, but I don't feel like it's in any type of like competition, like whatsoever, like even close to like what Texas has to offer. Um, it's clear, you know, obviously we have the most pro teams too, you know, so to speak, you have X factor diesel, um, paintball fit. You had AC Dallas, um, you know, technically we have Houston heat, even though, you know, they're not really here, but you know, um, but I feel like there's just a lot, a, a lot of like, not only like pro talent, but just a lot of talent in general in Texas paintball. Um, I think, uh, I forgot which NXL event it was, um, but it was one of the recent ones I think of last year. It may have been Texas, honestly, but um, it was one of them where like in every division, there was a Texas team that was like top three or may have even been like top two. Um, I think that says something, you know what I mean? Like, and that's like all the divisions, you know, from X ball to like race of two and stuff like that. It was, it was pretty wild. Yeah. Texas has been on top of it. Um, yeah. And kind of a long, uh, similar train of thought there. This question is brought to us by pod runners union. Uh, so what are some things that you've noticed that have changed within the Texas scene, either for better or for worse over the time that you've been in? Um, man, honestly, I think, I think Texas paintball has just been getting better and better. Um, it obviously it had its heyday back in like the early two thousands and like it was booming during that time. But if I mean, if I had to compare it to there, I, I feel like we're kind of there at least as far as like tournament paintball goes. Um, obviously what paintball fit has been doing has just been absolutely insane. Um, but then you also have like other fields like wasteland, obviously X factor. Um, and then even, uh, uh, even outlaw and everything has just been, it's been pretty damn good, man. Like I feel like tournament paintballs has been growing and growing and that's something that I love to see. Um, I also feel like a lot of people have started, uh, what would be the word? Um, have kind of started leaning into like the whole uh, AC diesel or like Greg Pauly's um, kind of like program, so to speak. Cause like a lot of people use AC calls. Um, a lot of people have a similar like playing style to like AC diesel or AC Dallas at times. Um, and I think that's just from like watching them play and then kind of like adapting to that. But I think it's pretty cool. Like, I think it works out. Um, and then I think like other teams have like learned from that. And uh, obviously we all have like our certain styles and stuff like that, but it's, it's always something interesting to me. Like specifically talking about AC is just like when I talk to so many different teams and they all have like the same calls. And I just think that's kind of cool. Cause it's like, obviously something that you're seeing um, from the top down, you know, that's being spread out and that's, that's pretty neat. Yeah. And <clears throat> kind of speaking along the, the styles line, like we're seeing in Texas, there are, it's no longer just like the Dallas area where the AC camp uh, is situated. You've got teams from all over the place that have won events in Texas, that have won events nationally that, and you can't like sleep on anybody, like just because they're not from Dallas or they're not from Houston, it doesn't mean that they're not going to be a top team. I mean, just this past year, we saw that across all of the different series with bunker fest with usxpl uh -huh. xdpl like you've got uh like houston zone won an event austin notorious won multiple events uh tko texas knockout uh texas titans balls out 
uh, the donut shop mafia elite, like all of those teams want events and they're all from different regions of Texas. And like the, the level of competition, not just like within pockets of Texas, but across the entire state is really at a new level this year. Yeah, I think it's uh it's pretty awesome, man. And I think that also kind of attributes to, to having so many pro teams uh, here because it's like, it's not only somebody that you can watch, um, but it's something that you can like easily communicate with. I think that's the one thing that I absolutely love about paintball when I think about any other sport is that you're able to actually like, I can go up to a Clint Johnson, a Mark McGinsky, um, you know, down at X Factor, like you can talk to Billy or TJ Danner or Meter. And it's just, it's so easy to just pick their brain, right? And I feel like that has attributed a lot of knowledge that has come down into the divisional because you're able to watch, you're able to learn, you're able to even play with them at times, you know, like in certain events, like the, uh, the XTPL championship, you know, where you, you get to play with a certain pro. And I think that has like contributed so much to how like uh, teams have just like started winning and just like how they attributed to their playing style is because you're getting so much knowledge from everywhere. And it's just, it's so easily like attainable that it's like, it, it would be hard not to like look at that and be like, okay, well, obviously like this is definitely attributed to us like winning, you know, to a certain aspect. Definitely. And on top of that, I feel like the pros have taken a little bit of stake in the game where they're more willing to coach regional, like divisional teams. You, especially this past year, you saw so many different professional players coaching divisional teams at these events. Like you, you saw Mike Urena, uh, Jeremy Zimmerman, Jesse Stevens, right. uh, Mark Johnson, yeah. Colt Roberts, like, and the list goes on and on. Like these guys are really stepping up their involvement as like a, almost like a continuation of the arms race within the divisions in Texas. Yeah. And I love it, man. And I, I think it's, uh, I think it's something that I don't, I don't know obviously how other States work, but I feel like for Texas, it's like, it's, it's next level. And, and perhaps maybe that's the reason why Texas has been like such a growing Mecca sport, uh, like a, a Mecca sport of, uh, of paintball. Um, because we have that opportunity, you know, like not only do we have so many pros, but they're just so willing to like talk to us and like work with us and like work with the divisional people. And I mean, it goes hand in hand, but it, it, it helps everybody, you know? And, uh, it's been uh it's been pretty solid and it's definitely something though that i've seen in the past couple years has been more prominent is like with the pros like helping out and like being more accustomed to like being involved with the divisional teams and i think it's necessary i think that's how you grow the sport really because like if you're a youth kid you know let's say you play for like the tko youth line right like how cool is it to be able to like go talk to mouse or something and being like hey I like you like you're an awesome pro player and then he like takes a photo gives you some knowledge you know maybe plays a point with you like dude that's that's absolutely insane you know oh yeah yeah oh, you're not gonna yeah. you're not gonna find that in too many other places no 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 like i mean like could you imagine like if lebron james just like came down and wanted to like shoot hoops with you like you would be starstruck like you like it doesn't it doesn't happen so it's like being pro players do that it's it's definitely a game changer, you know, especially for paintball. I think it's, I, I think it's just like a great opportunity. Yeah, so, for yeah. sure. Uh, this next question is brought to us by Mariachi Aguilas de Oro. So you're probably most known in Texas for your work as Yosh Designs, which is your page that uh, you post 
photos, short clips, uh, you post edited full matches, uh, scrimmage footage, and you even do some funny edits here and there, like the big head, big hopper, small body, you know, all those different ones. So uh, what was your inspiration to start Yosh Designs? Um, man, so uh, back like six, seven years ago, um, I've kind of always liked photography and videography. Um, so like I used to do a lot of DJing and everything, right? And I had a close friend named Clinton Lane and uh, he's a phenomenal uh, videographer. And he does a lot of like films and like uh, for like, a, a, what's it called? EDM festivals and stuff like that. And so I've always really liked his work. And I remember like telling my dad just like one day that I was like, ah, oh, you know, I kind of want to take photos. Like, I think it'd be kind of cool. And he bought me like a Canon Rebel T3, uh, T3i for, uh, for Christmas. And I was just like, yo, like, this is awesome. Like, I'm going to, you know, go out and start shooting. And it kind of just took off from there. Um, I actually started filming, like, some of the Texas Phalanx, like, practices and everything. Um, I had, like, a rinky-dinky lens. Uh, quite funny, actually. Um, Mason's, uh, Nick Mays, had this, like, 70 to 200 lens. I think he was using it because he was he was just starting Mason's PB. So he was like taking photos like in his apartment and stuff. So he had this like really nice lens. Um, and I was like, hey, can I borrow that? You know, like, would, would it be OK? And so he let me borrow it and I started like filming. And then obviously from there, I was like, oh, I got to get this lens. And then it kind of just started from there. And then one thing led to the next and I just kept upgrading and kept upgrading and kept shooting. And then eventually I got over to Paintball Fit, met the uh the locales and everything which was like a, a blessing man um they've done so much for me and uh and it, it kind of just never turned back from there and so from there i started learning how to do more shoots and everything learning how to like video do different types of photos a lot of like youtubing and stuff um eventually went to school um i went to school for graphic designing um but i did also learn like film and photography in there as well just mostly the basics um a lot of it was trial and error and youtube videos youtube has taught me so much um for everything like with photoshop with graphic designing with uh editing photos editing videos you know doing the whole shebang that that's taught me a lot and um yeah and then like i said just like one thing led to another started doing um graphic flyers and uh it really seemed like doing graphic flyers really helped me out quite a bit because there wasn't really too many people in texas that we're doing graphics. I mean, obviously you have like jail with compete now. Um, and there's a couple other graphic designers, but still to this day, there's not too many graphic flyers. It's a very like niche market, which was, it's nice. Um, and so, yeah, so that helped me a lot because that just like, it, it gave me so many different connections. Like that's how I like started doing stuff for like the EXL up in Kansas for like Tim land, obviously Greg Polly helped me out a lot with like USXBL. And so just kind of started building connections from there. And with those connections for graphic designing also came the photography work, the video work, and just doing all this stuff for different leagues and then needing different stuff. And then eventually leading to uh, where I'm at today. So, yeah. Interesting. So your, your, I guess, interest in the photography and graphic design came first before you actually went and like went to school and got some formal training in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I started just like real basic, just trying to do photos, videos, and even graphic where it's like there's like some old like uh flyers that I did for Phalanx that are just atrocious. They're oh they were so bad. But 
it was just like learning how to do it, just trial and error, just like learning how to do stuff. And then I was like, okay, well, I'm, I'm really starting to like this. Like, I think this is really cool. I should probably go to school for it or at least try to get some like formal knowledge of it, you know, like learn, learn, like, I feel like a lot of the stuff that I was doing, I was just like throwing it onto a plate, but not really necessarily knowing how to put it together. Um, so I kind of need that foundation. And like, that's what the school gave me. Like, it didn't teach me everything that I needed, but it gave me the foundation and the tools to be like, okay, this is how these programs work. This is how you kind of put something together. This is how a photo is supposed to look, you know, as far as like the framing and the lighting and, and like the positioning of everything. So yeah, that's kind of how it all put together. Okay. Very cool. So currently what equipment do you run uh, whenever you're shooting photo or video on the field and what, mm -hmm. uh, what editing software do you use? Yeah. So video stuff, I'm, I'm kind of what you would call like a hybrid shooter. Um, so I use a Sony a seven uh, it shoots video and photos and it does a really high quality on both. Um, my lenses, I use a 70 to 200 F4 and then uh, it's just a Sony lens. And then I have a Sigma um, 24 to 70, which is what I use for more of like the close up portraits and stuff like that. Um, audio wise, I have two different types of mics. Um, I have the on camera mic, which is like a Rode. Uh, man, I forgot what, which one it's called, but it's a Rode mic. And then I have my like interview mic, which is also like a road of video wireless two. I think that's what it's called or B2 or something like that. And then for the, the, uh, all the mic'd up stuff that I do on the field, um, I use a Tascam DR10, um, just because it's a little bit more rugged and, you know, if it gets shot or if people like are banging around it, it works a lot better. And then as my equipment at the house, um, like editing stuff, I have Adobe Premiere, uh, Adobe Lightroom, and then Photoshop and Illustrator. So quite a bit, man, quite a bit. And it's simply just because like I'm doing a little bit of everything, right? So it's like, I'm not just doing photos. I'm not just doing video. Um, I'm doing graphic designing. So I kind of like, I have it all. So, so yeah. For sure, for sure. Yeah, you definitely are a little bit more uh, diversified in your portfolio than uh, some of the other media guys out there, which isn't like a bad thing, like for you or those other guys, like th there mm. are a lot of individuals, especially recently that have come up there, uh, putting out some, uh, pretty high quality content, but, uh, you're kind of doing, uh, you know, dipping your toes in a few, a few different areas than most. Yeah. And I, uh, it's something that I enjoy. So like, there's some phenomenal, like videographers and photographers out there that are just like, I mean, you, you take like Dylan, um, just one of the best videographers out there, Enrique uh, Verbal. And then you have like great, like graphic designers like Jail, for example, uh, with Compete. And so there's like, there's certain people that have like certain niches. And I think that's awesome. And I think like in their aspect, their like, their quality is just like, it's so much above mine. Like, I'm just like, man, like I, I look at that and I envy it at times. Cause I'm like, man, like you're so, you're so good at your craft. And I think that's awesome. I just personally, I've always liked to do multiple things. And I think it's also because like, I, I really have like an ADHD type of vibe. And so it's like, I'm always wanting to do something different. And so I'm always wanting to learn about different things. And so with that being said, being diverse in multiple different like avenues, it just, 
it helps me out. And I feel like personally, it's helped me grown more because I'm able to do multiple different things. So like, yeah, there's, there's definitely like better videographers than me, um, hands down, like all, all the way across the board, especially for like even photographies and stuff like that. But the way I look at it is like, I'm able to do multiple different things. So like, I, I value, I'm not going to say like, I value that more, but I feel like that, that holds more value in, in certain aspects, just because like when you present yourself to like a company or when you need to do different work, you're able to do different things. And you're not just like, oh, well, I only do photography, you know, so I can only take photos or I can only do videos. I'm like, whatever you need, I can do. Like, I'll get it done. And so I think that's kind of a cool aspect of it. And not only that, it feels like that you're able to tap into that and get kind of a bigger audience as a, res as a result, as far as like the content creation and posting for your personal page. Yeah, exactly. So that's what's been pretty cool is because each avenue has allowed me to like grab a new type of different crowd, you know, whether they love the photos that I take, whether they like, you know, the, the big heads and the, the Photoshop edits, which are funny, you know, and stuff, or whether they like the raw videos or the, um, the graphic flyers that I've even created and stuff like that, like the logos, because I've done a lot of logos for different teams. Um, so it's really neat because it just like it allows me to just grab an an audience like across paintball and kind of just be like, hey, like whatever you need, like I could be that person. You know, what I mean, like I can I can take care of it. So I think that's just kind of like a um, an awesome factor to be able to like reach out to a lot of different people and do different things like that. Yeah, definitely. And I I know that you even did the flyers for the in the pitch joust event, and uh, those turned out great, and we were able to thanks just, man. Uh, post post them everywhere it was nice like to be able to work with you and whenever i was requesting like a few things like putting the qr code on so that people could just sign up using their phone uh, if they were in person mm -hmm. at the field that uh seemed to help a lot yeah 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 um i saw that y'all actually did pretty well with that event um it looked like it had a really good turnout which was pretty neat and uh i think that's always like a cool um aspect of it too is like when i make a flyer um like I'll use the XTPL since I do all of their stuff. Um, when I make a flyer and then I see like it being printed like at the uh, at the field and everything, or even when I see like the turnout, and I'm not saying like my flyer does all of that because obviously they they're everyone just goes to paintball fit and they do a killer job for the event itself. But I feel like it plays like a little bit of a part, and I think I think that's kind of cool. I'm like, yeah, like I did that, like that's that's neat. Like you know, my flyer made it here. One of the uh, the running jokes that we always had, which was always funny, was like the xdpl they would always put like the flyers like in the porta potty for whatever reason which i guess it's like it's a pretty good tactic technically speaking but i was like i would always like tell my parents i'm like i made it like i made it big <laughs> finally i got it to a porta potty you know like your son your son is doing great really big things over here yeah yeah that guerrilla marketing tactic is king <laughs> dude it, i mean whatever works but i mean it had people talking you know so it, it had to do some type of justice yeah yeah so uh and this this question is actually from the chat i think uh dan shelley and uh brandon ortega here in the chat they both want to know why the name yosh designs yeah so like i was uh i kind of touched on it a little bit earlier i used to dj and i used to go by the name dj yosh and it was kind of just like a play on my name which was josh and it was like at it kind of like it, it it went from one name to a different name so basically it was like 
Josh, and then it was like pronounced DJ Yosh, which kind of like would make sense. And then, but it was spelled Y O S H, which then people would pronounce Yosh. And so it kind of just like led from one thing to another. But basically, though, it was DJ Yosh, and I DJed for like a hot minute. And then, so I was when I was getting into like designing and everything, I was trying to figure out a name. And it kind of just like led into it because I was like, well, I'm already using Yosh and I'm designing. Cause when I first started, I was like doing a lot of like design work and stuff. So then I was like, well, I'm kind of designing art, you know, I'm like designing photos, I guess, so to speak. And so that's kind of where the name led into was like Yosh designs. So, yeah, for sure. Uh, so this question is brought to us by paintball Kumite. So what does the process of improving your craft look like? Man. So to be quite honest, I am really glad about the paintball community, especially the videographers and the media that we have in here, because that how I build my craft. That's, that's, what's always pushing me is when I look at like, you know, even when we talk about like, uh, uh Dan Shelley, like looking at his work, uh, his like photography, looking at get that. Cause they're two of the, two of the best photographers right now in, in Texas, especially like them and like no soul. So like looking at them and like seeing how they put things together, looking at certain videographers like Quitsky back in the day, um, like Dylan, Enrique, and some of these like top videographers and kind of just like watching their videos over and over and just figuring out like, what are they doing? And then looking back at my content and realizing, all right, what can I do to like improve on that? And then it just kind of comes down to like looking at YouTube videos, um, figuring out like, all right, well, they use this type of lighting, they did this type of graphic or, you know, this type of like glitch or something like that. Like, how do I do that? And yeah, it's kind of just like fed into that. So it's just watching people's content and looking at their content consistently and then not necessarily like replicating it, but trying to figure out how they did it and then trying to improve on that. Be like, okay, cool. Like he did this, this, and this. Um, I really like that, but I think I would change these little things and then just kind of adding on to that. And that's kind of how it's, it's, it's been is like, I don't want to say like, I'm always trying to be like better than them by any means, but it's definitely driven me to be like, I need to step up my game because there's so many quality people that are not only like coming up, but are already established. And I want to keep getting better so that I can not only like learn more about the, like whatever I'm doing. Um, but I also just want to like be on par with like my fellow, like media people. Gotcha. So, yeah. yeah. And in the chat, I mean, Dan Shelley's in here. I uh, he says he's so proud of what you've accomplished. Uh, Don AFG film is in here as well. Uh, tuning in. Uh, let's see Dan saying uh, <clears throat> that, See, yeah, the man of many talents just with everything that you're doing. Uh, so I guess a, a question that I haven't put on this list here. So would you say like at this time, as far as everything that you're doing, would you say it's like a majority of photo and video? Is it mostly graphic design? Like what would you say the breakdown is there? Um, I would say definitely photos have taken, have been on the back burner. Um, video has been the forefront of what I'm doing right now. And with a lot of my video work, uh, graphic designing has been a big part of it, um, simply because of like adding text, adding different titles, um, adding different flyers and stuff like that. So I would definitely say video and graphic work have been the number one thing for me right now. Um, photos I feel like are always there. Um, I think they'll always hold like a, a, a key part to me. And I think they're, 
photos will always be um, a big part of media. But as far as I would say like content creation and like exposure goes right now and like what's being put out there, video has definitely been taking the hand of that. So I've kind of just been following what's been popular, you know, which has been the video stuff lately. Definitely. So of all of, uh, so of all of the years that you've been, uh, doing this, uh, do you have a, like a post or a video that you're particularly proud of? Um, I mean, I think my, my favorite photo that I've taken, um, is that one that was down at paintball zone? Was it? Yeah, was it zone? Yeah, it's with uh, Michael when he's like kind of flying in the air, and he has like he has like the one finger kind of like going up, and it was like an insane photo. Like JT, we shared it over on the JT paintball page, um, but he has like the pro shields on and everything, and that was probably like one of my most proudest photos, just because it was just like the perfect lighting, the perfect time being set up, the framing and everything. Um, it's it's like something I feel like that should be printed or like be put in a magazine because I was just like, it's just such a good photo. Um, as far as like video work goes that I'm just like super proud of. Um, honestly, I really enjoyed, I would say as of recent, I really enjoyed the video that I did with, um, with Cooper. Um, it got a lot of plays and everything, but it was more so like, I didn't even care about the views or anything like that. I, love the message that was behind it and it simply was just like here's a youth kid that like learned about paintball which is kind of like something we can all relate to right it's like the youth kid comes out wanted to play paintball tells his mom like this is what i want to do and then kind of like has progressed from there and it was just like i think i loved it so much is just because i was like i like cooper i think he's like a g like this this kid's gonna grow up and just be you know, the next Ryan Greenspan, but it was just the story behind it that I was just like, I could relate to. And I was just like, man, like, this is, this is what I enjoyed. Like, this is what I, I like to, to showcase to people is just like, this is what I feel like is the fundamentals of paintball is like this story right here. So that's something that I would like that I done recently. And that I have really like looked at where I was like, man, this, this was cool. Like this was cooler than a lot of the other things that I've done. Um, that I would definitely pick to that one. Yeah. Love the, uh, I love the message behind that video. Uh, I remember like when I, back when I was in college and like really trying to get into the scene and just absorb all of the footage that I could to try and learn and, you know, watch the pros outside of having a ghost sports account. Um, mm-hmm. I, I remember the scrimmage videos that you, put together like particularly the one that went super viral on YouTube where it had a, uh, and Mark Johnson right at the start, just going off on the, uh, train like <laughs> outlaws guys. Yeah. Yes. Uh, those are good, man. Um, there's actually a couple of those where MJ is just going off on different people. They have all done very well. Uh, he did one with the grit guys when they were around, uh, TMG and then, uh, also with like mutiny, uh, he's, he's a rowdy person to film. I, I enjoyed it, but yeah, that was, um, that one definitely helped me as far as like grow my followers. Um, that definitely helped the most. Um, don't know how it went viral. I mean, it's, I mean, it had a really good hook and that's kind of what it, what it seems like the algorithm reached into. Cause if you go back and like, look at the audience, like retention is, you know, 30 minute video, 
you probably get like two or three minutes out of it. So it was definitely like the hook of like, oh, this guy's very aggressive. He's saying some like, you know, vulgar stuff. What is this video about? Um, but yeah, that helped me so much because not only did it, the algorithm just like reach out to just everyone on YouTube, but then obviously all these paintballers started seeing it. And then it kind of just like blew up from there. And then um, even with that, like that helped me get a lot of other stuff. And then even like PB Nation with John Dresser, um, he saw some of the content and would like help share that on, on PB Nation. And that made it even go more viral because that was back when like PB Nation was like, you know, the big thing when forums were, were super popular. So, yeah. Yeah. I want to see, let's see, how many views does that particular video have? Um, I think it's in the, the million. I yeah, believe you're about to hit 2 million actually. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, uh, it's four years old at this point, which is, it's crazy to me. Uh, but yeah, 2019 NXL Vegas practice, AC Dallas versus trademark and outlaws, AC diesel versus grit. Yeah. It's funny because it's like, obviously 2 million views is a lot. And, and back then it was like absolutely insane, but it's like, it's wild now that like, when you think about like TikTok or something like that, they can go viral. Like the, the silly videos of like someone that's just dumping paint. Those are the ones that always go viral um, because everyone just that's outside of paintball just hates people that are wasting paint. Apparently they just think it's just like this huge moneymaker. Um, but like, yeah, like I think on TikTok right now, like that I have one that I posted up from bunker fest and it's at like 84 million, 85 million views. So it's just, it's just interesting to see the dynamic of the analytics behind it of like, I feel like it's like so easy to get 80 million something. Well, not easy, but it's it's a lot easier now to get a lot more views than it was like back then. Mm-hmm. Seems like it was a lot more difficult. Right. So. I, I know the the measurement nowadays isn't so much the number of views, but it's the retention time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gonna... So for anybody out there that's listening, uh, that maybe is curious about getting into the the media and the content creation side of paintball do you have advice or uh maybe even resource suggestions for someone wanting to get involved um you know i think if you're going to want to do it i say just do it honestly um just pick up a camera like and go out there and shoot and ask questions like if you're lucky enough to like let's say like be at paintball fit where you have a couple different videographers or, or photographers there like myself brian um no soul diego and stuff like that so on and so forth um just ask questions because it's just like that's all we want to do is help and it's not like a a world where you're going to step into and you're not going to know anything so like obviously you won't know anything but like just by asking questions i feel like like i know there's so many times where people have came up to me and like talk to me about videography or talk to me about photography and i'm just eager about it because it's something that i have a passion about and i want to see other people thrive in the area that I that I enjoy. So I feel like at the end of the day, pick up a camera, get something used, um, especially if you're going out on the paintball field. Um, I would not go out and buy, you know, a three thousand dollar camera because you also don't know if you're gonna like stick with it. So like something that I've always recommended is like the Canon uh, Rebel series. I think they're like really good rugged cameras. Um, they're pretty cost effective. They're easy to work with and you can go get one of those lenses or excuse me, one of those cameras and lenses and just go out there and just start taking photos and figuring it out and just ask other photographers questions. And then obviously if you don't have the option of asking other photographers at your field, um, 
there's a, a paintball group that's uh, I want to say the name of it is like paintball photography, paintball photography and maybe video or something. But basically, everyone that's media uh, within paintball, or majority of it, is within there. So I mean, you have all the people that shoot at the NXLs. Um, you know, you have like Solus, Fava, um, Verbal, myself, uh, a bunch of others, um, photographers, videographers, and then it's kind of just like open. Like you can post your photos in there. You can ask questions. It's a very just like friendly area that is just like welcoming in general. And I think that'd be a good start too. You know, if you have any questions, just jump in that group and then ask away. For sure. Yeah, that'd be my two cents. Yeah. All right. Cool. So there, there you have it. Anyone trying to get in there. Uh, so in the chat here, uh, Chris Harrison is here saying, uh, thank you for everything you do. Your videos are absolutely awesome. I really appreciate that, man. Thank you. So this question is brought to us by FU Athletics. So throughout your entire career in paintball, do you have a single favorite moment? A single favorite moment? Um, hmm. I would say the moment that sticks out to me the most was when I was playing with Phalanx and we won NXL Texas. Um, I think it was like 2016. And it was specifically because my dad was there. And my dad's always like been like a supporter of me, like within paintball. Um, but he doesn't he hasn't always lived here. So it, it was like kind of hard for him to like kind of come to some of the the stuff like especially later on in life. And uh that was just like a really big moment for me because it was just like someone that brought me into the sport, like saw me win such a like monumental event at the time you know it was like the d3 like in xl texas and so that was like a moment that kind of like sticks out to me forever because i'm just like man like that was that was it like i did it you know so that that would be it for me love it all right so uh this question is brought to us by another graphic designer 71 designs uh, so at the start of the new year, you announced that you had been brought on by Core Outdoor as a full-time content creator. So how did you come to mm-hmm. receive the position and what all are your, is in your job description? Yeah, so um, so last year I started working with uh, Core, which is basically Core's the parent company of GI, JT, Empire, and Titman. Um, so I started doing some work for them, uh, some contract work, and... Thankfully, I was like, like, I've already had a connection with John Dresser, who is the marketing director at Core. Um, I had a connection with him through PB Nation. Uh, Greg Polly helped me out with like him and everything because they worked together at Core or before he was at Core, but they started working together and they were always friends. Um, and yeah, so I started working in that position. Uh, that was the position that Rye Guy had beforehand. And he stepped away to go work for Lone Wolf. So there was an open position. And so I started talking to John Dresser. It was just like, hey, you know, I'd be interested in this. It'd be something I'd, you know, like to do. And so started doing that at the beginning of last year and did uh, all the NXL events besides Mid-Atlantic just because I couldn't make it because of work. Um, and with that, I was also, he also started giving me just commercial work. So he was like, had me do like some of the graphic flyers for Empire. Um, I started doing the commercials for for flexes, um, for empire mini. Um, he just started like handing over stuff and just kind of seeing like what I was capable of doing. Like, like, I think he knew a lot of it, but he just wanted to see like for himself, like kind of build that, like, uh, uh, um, 
what's the word that I'm looking for? Um, I can't remember. But anyways, so started doing that. And from there, uh, I think it was like World Cup, maybe even before World Cup, I started stressing to him. I was like, hey, you know, like if you're looking for a full-time person, um, it'd be something I'd be interested in. And luckily they were, were wanting to hire me anyways. They were like, you know, we, we were all wanting to open up this position and you're pretty much our, our main person that, that we were looking at. And so we ended up like working all the details out. And in December, end of December, I put my two weeks in at FedEx and then just started working at Core. Um, technically, my first week was last week. Um, I started running their social media uh, the week before that. So for about two weeks. So as of right now, I am technically their content creator videographer um, as my like official title. Uh, but I handle all their social media right now. Um, and that means like handling the JT brand, Empire, uh, GI, and Titman across all the social media platforms. So all the social media posts that you've seen in the past two weeks, like as far as like graphics and questions and, and flyers and video work and all that stuff, that's all been me. Um, so I did all of that. And then in the background, have already started working on just different commercials, um, started filming a couple different things for them, uh, just doing paint stuff and stuff like that. And, and yeah, it's kind of what I'm, uh, what I'm doing right now. Awesome. Very cool. So are you, I, I know you're obviously located here in Texas. Uh, a lot of, are a lot of the, the photos, videos and coverage, are, are you getting content like from within Texas or are you being asked to like fly out to any other regional events or national events or what, what is that going to look like? Yeah. So I'm actually going to be doing both. Um, so there's a lot of different facets to the whole core brand, which is something I really enjoy because there's just so many different avenues to it. There's, there's so many different things involved with each, each brand itself. Um, so one of the main things is like, yeah, I'm going to be going to all the NXLs. Um, there's probably going to be some scenario events that I'm going to be going to, uh, definitely going to be doing all the local stuff. Um, as far as like just getting normal content from like the USXBLs, uh, XTPL. Um, but something that I also want to do and something that they are wanting to focus more so on as well is like getting back into like the rec ball because that's kind of the foundation of paintball, right? Like as much as we love the NXL and professional paintball, um, it's a very niche part of paintball. Um, I feel like the foundation of it is like, you know, the rec ballers, the youth, so to so speak. So with that being said, like one of the goals that I plan on doing is starting to try to give like more field awareness. Um, like GI used to do this thing called uh, Feature Fridays, right? Which was like their way of showcasing a certain field and like highlighting a field and kind of showing everything that's involved with it, what they do there, what's cool about the field, who is involved with it. And so I plan on doing that. So I'm going to start with Texas, obviously, because it's the easiest thing to do. Um, but eventually try to branch out and start going to different states to try to like feature fields like that. I would definitely like to go to, you know, a couple of different um, leagues just to try to get like different views. Uh, like the WCPPL would be, um, I'll most likely be going to one of those or two of those. Um, I'm sure I'll go down to like Florida. I know there's the EXL up in Kansas. So yeah, I'm kind of just going to be like all over the place. Uh, I think right now the main focus is like, keep me in Texas until technically the NXL season starts and try to start knocking out all the like product videos, the field videos that we can and try to build 
the brand up as much as we can here. Um, that's kind of like the main goal. Um, and then something personally that I'm at least excited about that I want to bring back is I know a lot of people like the the mic'd up paintball that I used to do. Um, so I already started, I already recorded one, um, but I definitely want to try to focus a little bit more on that and try to build the YouTube and try to get a, try to get that going again. Cause that's something that was, that I really enjoy. So, yeah. Awesome. So as far as that process goes, are you also responsible for like the publishing of the content? Do you, are you the one that determines like the scheduling of all of that or? Yeah. So I handle everything um, with that. I mean, obviously when I'm creating videos or if there's like certain questions I want to ask, I'll definitely run it by uh, John Dresser, which is like the marketing director for core just cause it's like, it's a new company. I don't know all the things about them. I don't know like the certain limelight that they want to be in um, the certain things that they want the, the clientele or like their, their, their client base to like see, you know, or like conceive so, so to speak. Um, so there are things that I need to like obviously run by them, but as far as like publishing all the content, um, putting it all out there, figuring out like, Hey, this would be the best time for scheduling. Um, this is when I think we need to post up on this stuff. Um, yeah, I, I handle all of that. And then basically John Dresser like gives me insight of like what exactly the company wants outside of what I know I can handle. So if there's certain, uh, sales on products that they want to push, um, certain events that they're like, Hey, we need to kind of like focus on this or like, we need to focus on like paint stuff. Um, but for the most part, like I've been doing it for so long and I've kind of understand already like how core operates that I have like a pretty good understanding of like, Hey, these videos, this type of content needs to be done prior to this, you know, this time frame, you know, because this event's coming up or like it's winter time. So like, we're trying to sell this type of paint, you know, there's obviously it's still like a big learning curve, um, which is interesting and I enjoy, but there's a lot of things that I'm already kind of like, already like I already know how to handle all of this. So, yeah. Awesome. Sweet. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, in the chat, uh, Lasro Lopez is in here, and he seems to be uh, pretty excited about the mic'd up videos. He's he's uh, you know, Mister Pod Wizard himself is uh, requesting a mic'd <laughs> up feature. Dude, I'll mic up anybody, man. I enjoy it. Um, the refed up ones or the referee ones were always my favorite. Obviously, there's some bias with that, which I understand and I I get. Um, the one I just recently did was with uh my friend Travis. Um, it went pretty good. It was Travis Green from Tribe, and uh. His was pretty funny. We did it at Mech X-Ball. So I think that one should be pretty good. But uh, yeah, it's something I definitely want to bring back. Um, I would definitely love to start micing up some pros. That was something that uh, GI did way back in the day called Wired. And Cena did a great job with that. And I'd love to get back to that and especially try to like just showcase paintball in a different limelight. And I think a lot of people love it, especially the mic'd up pro ones. Um, I think that's it's just like a cool aspect of it. So yeah. Definitely. Yeah. I, I enjoyed those videos and I, I'd love to see more of that. Uh, so for everybody in the chat first, thank you for tuning in live. Uh, we're getting towards the end of our episode. So if you have anything that you want to ask Josh, go ahead, get it in the chat now. Uh, so this question is brought to us by Hydra. So looking to the future, what can we expect from Yosh designs and from Core's media pages this year? Do you have any sneak peeks that you can offer us at this time? Um, for my page, I mean, I'm probably going to slow down a little bit just because my main focus is core um i'm gonna be pretty much everything that i was doing on the yoast page i'm just gonna be bringing it over to core like 
the whole mic'd up thing, I, you know, obviously that's a little tidbit. Um, that will be something I'll be focusing on. And then as far as the social media pages, man, I mean, my goal, my whole goal is just to grow and just to like show paintball in a different limelight. Um, I think we've been doing like, I think in the past quarters like fell on that aspect. I don't think they could have been doing as much as they, they want. And that's probably the reason why I got brought in here. Um, and so my goal is to really just like showcase paintball to everybody, but not just in the in the thought process or, in, or the thought pattern that we all know of, which is like professional paintball and stuff. Like I want to get back to the storytelling. Um, something that I think that's always been really cool was that like F1 uh, Netflix uh, video. And a lot of people love that. And I love the storytelling in that. And that's kind of how I want to start doing with paintball. Like I want to tell the stories of like, of Cooper, you know, like this youth kid, I, I'd love to like explain like how Chris Odom is, you know, a professional NFL player, but then plays local paintball. Like those are the stories that I want to get back to. And I want to like showcase to the world and be like, look, this is, it's such a cool sport. And there's so many different things, whether you play professionally, whether you play in the woods, whether you play MacFed, you know, whatever, whatever it might be, but there's an avenue for everything. And it doesn't matter, you know, your race, your guy, girl, like what you believe in, your weight, your size, none of that. Like none of that matters in paintball. Like it's just, you're getting out there with your friends and you're just having a good time. And that's something that I think is so unique about paintball that needs to be shown. And um, I think we have a good, I think, I think now being with core and having that opportunity, um, I think I have a really good chance of like showing that. And like, hopefully we'll, we'll definitely see that within you know, the next year of just growth among the sport and like having a platform that that's, that has that many followers. Um, I think we could definitely accomplish it. So I'm excited for it. Um, hopefully core just could, lets me keep doing my thing and uh, we work together and, you know, take paintball to the next level. Oh yeah. We're excited to see everything that uh, you have in store for us now that you are kind of doing this as your full-time job. Uh, um, yeah. Uh, really excited to see like what all like content wise is going to come out because paintball, like just the more con the more high quality content that we have and the more uh, entities out there that are financing this, the I think the better it is for our sport. Yeah, that's been something that's been interesting to me too. That I am pretty excited about going full time is because it's like beforehand it was like I would work at FedEx right, and so I do a nine to five there, come home, everything that was being produced was like between the hours of like you know five to nine or like on the weekend. So it was a very like limited amount of time for everything that I was creating. And I think I was like, you know, I was, I was doing a decent job, but there was obviously be, there's things that were being rushed. And so now like being full time in it, it's, it's wild because I'm like, I, I already feel like the quality of work that I'm doing is already getting better. And I'm like, okay, well now I have even more time so I can just keep like improving on that. And so it just keeps giving me more reason to like, do more things and learn more things and like uh, apply that. And that really comes with just being able to do it full time. And it's a, uh, it's next level, but I'm enjoying it, man. And it's a, uh, I think it's going to be a, a really good year, like for paintball. And then not only for paintball and, and myself, um, but I think for core as well, I think, I think it's going to be a, a game changer for us. Yeah, absolutely. So in the chat, we do have a question from Lasro Lopez. He asks, uh, does Yosh have any merch? So I do have a little bit. Um, 
it was through a FXV uh, FXV to label uh, with Michael Diaz. Um, I did a couple shirt designs. We actually, uh, he messaged me the other day and was saying that we need to do a new photo shoot and going to work on some new designs. So I'd, I need to message back and thank you for bringing that up because I actually just not thought about that. So I need to message him and like try to work on some new stuff since I, uh, I have all this extra time. And then um, I was also talking to uh, uh, um, with Core. And so they're able to like produce jerseys and media and stuff like that. So I want to try to touch with them and see exactly like if I can do some stuff to them or, you know, how I should go about it. But definitely right now, at least that's what's what's out there. Um, there are shirts on XXV, the label that I've created. I think four designs I've done on there. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, last row, go ahead and uh, yeah, head to XXV's site and check that out. So uh, Josh, this question is one that I ask everybody that comes on the show. It helps me kind of uh, keep tabs on who the new up and comers are that are out there and maybe uh, get word on anybody that's flying under the radar. So uh, this one's brought to us by get that shot message him, get that underscore shot on Facebook or Instagram. If you're needing media coverage this upcoming season, he's going to be at the full series for NXL and at USXBL. And uh, yeah, he also does a team program. So if you uh, get his logo on your Jersey, I think you get like a hundred dollars off uh, the booking fee per event. So if you're looking for someone for the whole season, that can really add up. So, uh, Josh, is there anybody in Texas, either teams, players, brands, or projects that have caught your attention lately? Who do you think deserves more recognition for what they're doing? Um, so I guess you can break it down into, into, into each thing. As far as brands go, um, I think the whole HydroFit like XTPL stuff has been next level. Um, obviously they are way on the radar. They have been doing phenomenal stuff. Um, but I feel everything that, that, comp- that, that the Lucals have done um, has been absolutely just astonishing. And I love everything about them. Um, as far as like people go or like photographers or videographers and stuff like that in Texas, um, obviously Carlos and, and even Dan, I mean, when it comes to photos, like, I feel like they're they're Carl's obviously has a pretty good following now. Um, he's been doing pretty good, but both of their photography is just, in my opinion, some of the best. Um, I I absolutely love their stuff, and I I wish more people saw their their stuff. Um, video guys, I mean, obviously a verbal. He needs he needs as many followers as he can get. He's doing it full time too, and the, and that guy deserves the world. Um, and then uh, you know someone that I. I, I really enjoy, and I wish that they would do it more often. Um, is Diego, which is a uh, Venomous Studios. He comes out every so often. Um, it's a good friend of mine. I personally really love his work. I think he's like the most down to earth, like just great individual out there. And um, I know he doesn't always do it all the time, you know, for for various reasons. Um, but I love his stuff, and I I, I think that uh, he's a great photographer or videographer and photographer. And you know, if he's listening. Please do more, please. Like you're you're a good dude, man. Like just keep it up. Um, and yeah, and then uh, I think uh, was it what was the other one? It was like photos, brand, and uh, projects or players or teams. Pro- projects, players, or teams. I team wise, you know, I love the uh, the youth players from um, uh, TKO, and then the Dallas Dolls, man. I mean, I know I'm getting a little bit like going back into to fit and everything, but dude. There's a future, man, and and I love it. And I think it's like 
I, I love seeing the little girls play. Like, I think it's adorable. I think it's great for the sport. Um, it's fun to film them. And then those, the, the little, uh, the little dudes from uh, TKO, I mean, dude, there's some ballers, man. And, uh, I mean, they, they've definitely put a name for themselves and like, they're going to keep growing up and like being bigger and better, but like, they're, they're good. They're damn good. Um, so yeah, so I would definitely say them too, if I had to like pick out a team and stuff like that, obviously, you know, you have certain organizations like shut up or trying phenomenal organization, tribe. Great. The whole TKO organization is really good. Um, but, uh, definitely I would have to pick out like those two little, those two little teams just cause it's always fun watching them play. Definitely. Yeah. And, uh, a lot of the teams that you just mentioned are actually up for some of the uh, awards that I'm going to be hosting next week. So uh, the, oh, yeah. So there's um, for anybody who missed the announcement yesterday uh, in the pits is doing a award show for episode 84, which is going to air next week. And we've got 30 different categories that we're recognizing anywhere from uh team of the year in each division player of the year, uh, event series, individual events, uh, even things like, uh, photo of the year, Jersey of the year, um, <clears throat> paintball patron of the year, referees, uh, media members, uh, you know, we're trying to recognize, uh, everybody from all different parts of the scene. Uh, so I think I, I posted the list of finalists in each category yesterday on the Facebook and Instagram pages. So if you haven't seen that yet, go check that out. Uh, I know a lot of you guys online have been uh, sharing and reposting that. So appreciate all that. And uh, yeah, we're super excited to recognize uh, so many individuals and teams and organizations. It's exciting, man. Looking forward to it. I know that uh, you're actually on the list as well. Uh, I saw, I saw, I was pretty, uh, I was pretty excited for that. I was just like, Ooh, might win something. (laughs) And and I feel like your category is actually going to be one of the more difficult ones to decide on. Yeah. Yeah. There were some heavy hitters in there, man. Like uh, there was, there's, there's some really good media out there right now. So especially coming out of Texas. Oh yeah. Yeah. And just putting them all together in one list. You're like, Oh wait, they're all from Texas. Yeah. Yeah. The pretty dope. (laughs) For sure. So uh, Josh, I, This final question for tonight is brought to us by Compete, Jell Stewart's brand. So message him on Mm. Facebook or Instagram. Mention In the Pits for 10% off of your order of soft goods. So Josh, thank you so much for your time. Do you have any last shout outs or things you'd like to say before we sign off? Um, If I had anything to say, man, I would be like, just go play paintball, man. Just just get out and play paintball, for real. Grow the sport. And I know that's said so much, but like, bring your friends bring your family, show them what it's all about and just go out there and play. And also most importantly, make sure you go out this Saturday to the glow in the dark paintball at, at XTPL, the mech expo thing they're doing, dude, it's so next level. It's the future of paintball, like glow in the dark paintball. And they have like fires and they have food and they have this like warm pit stuff that they're doing now where they have like heated pits and everything that JD was just talking about. Like, dude, that's, it's so next level. Like if you're, if you love paintball, like you have to go to one of these things. And so it's like, if that, if I had one thing just to say, it's like, go play some mech X ball, night ball, glow in a dark thing, whatever it's freaking called. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. So yeah. Thank you. Um, thank you to the locales for everything you've done for me. So 
y'all have uh you have taken care of a, a lot of stuff for me and i'm uh very blessed for that so thank y'all for sure and i'm actually going to be at that mac x this weekend uh it's perfect dude great yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I was very happy to see the uh, post that he made earlier today of installing the heaters yes. in the pits. Yeah, yeah. I was looking at the weather and I was like, okay, like, do I really want to go? And then he was like, oh, we're gonna have heated pits. I was like, I'll be there. Yeah. <laughs> like, sounds good. Sounds good. Because last time it wasn't too bad, but it, it got a little chilly towards the end of the night. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go ahead and head out. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> but yeah, the heated pits though, that's a that's a game changer, man. Oh yeah. Yep, always uh, innovating up at Paintball Fit. Yeah, they're. Uh, I mean, that's, you saw that they're like the number one filled from. Uh, I think HK made that post or whatever. Um, I mean, dude, they're they're doing things that no other field is doing right now, and I, that's, there's a reason why they're number one. So. Yeah, and even yeah. Uh, San Antonio's uh, X Factor Paintball Park made number four on that list. So two of the top. Five I fields. saw, dude. I saw. Yeah, X Factor is. I th- I think like. I always I don't want to say I forget about X Factor. It's just that it's so far away. But it's like when you think about like the USXBL and stuff like that. I mean, like there are so many teams down at X Factor. Like it like when I go down there just to shoot, like I forget how big paintball is in San Antonio sometimes. Um, and then every time I go down there, I'm like, oh yeah, this is the reason why. You know, they're number four on the list. This is the reason why they're they're such a big like field. Like they have so much going on from rec ball to speed ball, just everything. So, Absolutely, yeah. and we're uh, we're proud to have two of the top five fields in the country from Texas. Right, it's nuts, nuts, man. So uh, yeah, so yeah, uh, so that uh, does it for our episode, Josh. Thank you, and everybody listening online, thank you so much for tuning in. So be sure to go follow Josh at Yosh underscore designs on Instagram and also go check out his work and posts on courts pages. That's at GI sports official sports with a Z uh, at JT paintball and at empire paintball. So, yeah. uh, so follow us guys. Is there a page for Tipman as well or? Yeah, I believe it's, uh, I think on Instagram it's Tipman. I want to say it's Tipman paintball. I should know this to Tipman paintball, Tipman sports. One of the two. Um, but yeah, there is a page though for Tipman as well. Okay, perfect. So we're, work, we're working on that one. We're we're going to grow that one. Gotcha. So. Yeah, yeah, so go go follow all of uh, his pages, see see what Josh is up to. And uh, yeah, so what other guests would you guys like to see on the show? Be sure to leave a comment down below. While you're at it, hit that subscribe button. The show goes live weekly here on youtube.com slash at in the pits paintball podcast and recordings are posted to YouTube, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify the next day. To give a shout out to my partner and sponsor to your subscribers on Patreon, FU Athletics, Get That Shot, Paintball Kumite, Compete, Bem Raps, Skull Monkeys Paintball, Hydra, XTPL Events, Mariachi Aguilas de Oro, Podrunners Union, and 71 Designs. So we will see you all next week for episode 84, where we're going to have the award show for and announce the winners of the 2023 In the Pits Awards. So we will see you all then. Josh, thank you so much. Thanks again, man. Have a great night.